This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more podcasts at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Again, it's time for the Timey Wimey Podcast Hour. I'm Ronnie. I'm Sh- Austin. And I said I'm Shane. God damn it. And I'm Shane. You can be Shane next time, Austin. Oh, now I feel like a dumbass. It'll be alright. So, we all got different things to talk about this time. Yes. So we're not rambling on and on and on. We actually have a topic. At least at the start. Yeah, at the start. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Go ahead, Austin. Tell us about what you what you did this week. First on the comic issue episode. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. Well, I found... All right, I tried to read more comics, but I kind of got bored. And so I was browsing the YouTubes and trying to find the fan film thing that I was going to watch the episode where we were tired. Or I was tired, but I, didn't, I couldn't find it. YouTube was... Apparently thought I was crazy. Well, instead, it shows up this thing called the Doctor Who fan film series, uh, series one, episode one, Dawn of the Doctor. So I watched it, and I kind of liked it, because it's a fan film. I usually like those, and it was set 2013, so Matt Smith era, and it basically was the Doctor regenerating, and then coming to Earth in Britain, obviously, and, uh... His companion is, like, a kind of gothish kind of girl named Jessica Whitehill. And uh, the plot behind it is that the Doctor's still trying to figure out the Doctor. And then also stop the Cyberman invasion, which it's just a Cyberman invasion because they only had one. And <laughs> it's, like, this big corporation that's behind it. And then the Cybermen's backing them. And the dude wants to... Be amongst the Cybermen and be a Cyberman himself, but it's the Doctor, so you know he has to thwart his plans. I liked it because they had an actual TARDIS, where it's like a shed, right? right? Right. And like from the front, it looks like the TARDIS, and then he like opens it and it's a giant room that's the control room, so it's bigger on the inside. <laughs> but it's but it's kind of like it looks more like a Hartnell yeah control room era era control room instead of. But, you know, you got to give him props. Maybe. I, I do like how the, he did, uh, the doctor, quote-unquote, mentioned that uh, the Im- nuclear implosion or whatever of the control room mm-hmm. caused the doors to change it so that when they opened, it was a different, unactive control room that basically led nowhere. So they were put, trying yeah. to put science into the reasoning? Yeah. yeah or was... tra- trying to put Doctor Who logic into it. Right. Yeah, what I've, I've been kind of we've been kind of looking at it here while <laughs> while we're talking about it, and I'll, I'll give them props. They they really worked their butts off, yeah. you know, have built all the sets and 
you know, try to figure everything out, do the post-production. I mean, you know, of course, the special effects aren't, you know, BBC quality, but they didn't do too bad with a $600 computer. Right. Which at the time was probably a $2,000 computer. Yeah. And they're what, 16, 18? Yeah, for that. Yeah. Yeah, they're, Around you know, teenagers. Yeah. Um, I like the intro a lot because it looked like a Doctor Who. Yeah, they actually, actually did a pretty sweet little intro with all the font and everything, so... Mm-hmm. It would probably been easier if they just oh. went ahead and uh, ripped off the BBC and, one. And but, this scene right here, he just spit out the tea because it's too bitter. And this is what I thought was hilarious because he starts putting small spoonfuls in and then eventually just dumps the entire thing in. Puts the whole box of sugar yeah, in. Yeah, and then he's like, ah, this tastes amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he just really goes ham with it. And it's like diabetes in a cup. <laughs> Straight diabetes in a cup. Um, ah, that's better. <laughs> that, that was an awesome I would have left if he and then like she tries to give him a pinch right red and white shirt because uh his is currently all bloody because he got stabbed with a piece of glass from the TARDIS and then he like looks at it and is like really disgusted with it and then like later he uh he tries it on i guess you could say and then she's like why are you still wearing your bloody shirt and he's like well to be honest your boyfriend has a disgusting taste in shirts <laughs> and then she's like well i have a whole wardrobe and he's like oh i'll be back in five minutes and then he does the whole changing the thing. whole changing scene and it's funny because he goes from a suit to like a uh, track suit <laughs> and then he's like no this is too casual and then he settles on this kind of Matt Smith-ish attire, except the jacket's purple, not brown. He doesn't wear a bow tie; he wears an actual tie. And the and the chick has got crazy eyes. Yeah, she does. But you guys noticed that she was wearing the supernatural necklace. Well, she Austin, is wearing, I, out she to me. Is wearing a supernatural pendant necklace. At least I think that's what it is. It looks like. And then she's got like a Jack Skellington themed outfit with a black and white hoodie, and then pinstripe pants, and then a Jack Skellington shirt. And enough and, mascara for three people. Yeah, especially in episode two. She looks like she's going to a WWE event. <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh... So how many episodes are there? I don't officially know, but I'm. Uh, but the way it's set up, I could tell, is I've seen at least eight, not like personally seen, but it, the way it sets up is it's probably a whole season. So, like there's at least, so there's at least eight out there. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they have, like, three series, maybe, because I saw series three episode whatever, or whatever, on the YouTubes. The YouTubes! So it's kind of set up like an actual Doctor Who series. It, I, I thought it was cool, because I always like it when people put their time into something they love and want to make a fan film, and then sometimes it's not good, sometimes it's incredible, and then sometimes it's okay. Yeah. So, so, so you've seen two, two episodes, though. I've seen this entire 58 or 53-minute episode, and then a little bit of the... Second one. The second one, which is 38 minutes. Okay. And yeah, because sometimes the acting's not very good. Yeah, like, like this guy right here. It's uh, the leader of the Cybermen's Front, and he you could tell he's not very good in acting, because he's like a full-grown adult, but he's also a Gordon Ramsay-looking knockoff. he's like bootleg gordon ramsay so and for the listeners though if they wanted to go youtube it themselves what would they type in uh give me one second doctor who fan films yeah uh doctor who fan film series one dash episode and then whatever whatever one you want to watch and then it'll have an episode title but you won't have to worry about that but it's by dw 2012 
I mean, episode two looks kind of better because it's set. It's called Whispers in the Woods. And, episode two. Yeah, episode two. And um, but the whole plot is that these woods are taking people, killing them type thing. And so they're like in a well. He's reading a new. He start, doctor starts to read a newspaper, and she, Jessica looks at him and is like, "What are you reading?" And he's like, "Well, a newspaper. I thought it was obvious." And she's like, gives him that, "Oh, you're an asshole" kind of look. And then they go and investigate the woods, and then like part you could tell like halfway th- down the screen, it's pretty cool because half the woods are light and then the other half's dark. And then the doctor jumps into the dark side. And you could tell visibly between her and him that it's light and dark. You should, uh, like, jump to the last episode just to check out the acting see if they get any better at it. Because <laughs> I know, you know, a lot of times, you know, the first couple episodes are still... Yeah, a little shaky. They're still shaky, and they're still trying to figure out their rhythm. Because I know about one of the few fan series I've ever watched on YouTube was, like, Star Trek's with Gods and Men and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could tell from the first episode, to, like, you get into five or six, seven, eight of them, that... Uh, you know they're all better. You know they're more comfortable with it. Right. Kind of like us. And hey, if you're interested, we're more uncomfortable with if you're interested, James Doohan's son actually plays in that one. And, oh yeah. And Grant Imahara, so for MythBusters fame. MythBusted. Oh. Because James Doohan's son's awesome because he's he just just like the original Scotty. I mean, looks like him, talks <laughs> like him, does it all just like him. But anyways, back here's, to back here's to Doctor the doctor Rintar. about to go into the wardrobe because like you can visibly tell he's like uh it's a disgusting shirt i'm not gonna wear it and then she's like well there's a wardrobe and he's like oh i'll be right back because he goes from like all serious <coughs> of i'm gonna kick this dude's butt in this style outfit i want to save the world in style and then he's like oh outfit time for a makeover <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely something <laughs> so you had questions i was gonna oh yeah my question was if if he if he hadn't if he's new if he wasn't actually you know if there was like kind of like a in between doctor between Tennant and Smith yeah I was wondering if if, if he was kind of more going for that or he was I, actually trying to be Smith I feel like he's going for the in between Smith and Capaldi because like that could be too because I feel like that's what it is because he not really has the Matt Smith style look and I feel like if he was he'd go for it. And I feel like that's what a lot of Doctor Who fan films are, is they're not going for a certain Doctor, they're going for their own Doctor. Okay. Like, this other one I showed had an African-American guy as the Doctor, and he wasn't dressed up like Tennant or Smith or anybody. He had his own style. Which, also, they had their own TARDIS, too, that I saw from the thumbnail, which was pretty cool. I like the wardrobe changing scene because it's like an actual Doctor Who wardrobe changing scene where he's like, ooh, I wonder which one to wear, and then like he finds a suit and he's like, nope, too formal, tracksuit, nope, too casual, and like you can see the clothes flying off, but you can't see him change or whatever. So like so the tea suit, or the tea suit, see what you did to me? <laughs> the tea tasting was like Matt's and Amy's fish, fish and custard, custard yeah. type thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say. And then, like, you can see the shirt that he actually wears in the background hanging up. No, no tracksuit. Yeah. And then Close the and then he's, like, shirtless, and he's like, oh, no, too revealing. <laughs> and then he just wore grabs his purple-white striped shirt. I don't know what that was. I'm pretty sure it's his jacket. And then he puts on a tie. With uh, I'm pretty sure he has his vest that he starts it with, and then he puts on the overcoat. So it looks pretty cool. Or at least I think it does. 
Yeah, that, that's more like a throwback to. It. Well, I can't say Hartnell type because he had more of a. Mm, he's got like fancy dress shoes on. Kinda. Dude, them are boots. Yeah, fancy dress boots, whatever, and he's got purple pants. Are them velour? I don't know. They look like they, uh, corduroy or something. Corduroy, yeah, corduroy, yeah. velour. <laughs> that's that's uh, yeah. And then he's got his little overcoat type shirt or jacket, whatever. Which looks pretty cool. And then they go and save the world. Or it almost, like, towards the end, I, I don't know, spoilers, I guess. It kind of looks like they're gonna, the Cybermen are gonna win, but they don't because Jessica helps the doctor and, like, he creates these little headphones for her so that she doesn't die because the, the Cybermen. The Cybermen want to basically kill everyone with a loud sonic wave because at the beginning of the episode, when you hear him enter the atmosphere in the TARDIS and then you hear that loud deafening thing that's um the Cybermen chips going off which they have in all their electronics mm. and they want to set it off and then it'll kill everybody and then turn them into Cybermen or whatever but he creates these little headphone things for her to wear so that she'll be unaffected by it and then she ends up giving him an important piece and helps save the world and then Douchebag Nick Dickerson is uh. <laughs> Douchebag Nick Dickerson. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> he uh is all upset and like the doctor teleports into the Cyberman base with like this cheesy vortex looking thing, but you could tell it's Cyberman made, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And they try to Cyberman him, and he ends up quote unquote breaking the cyber armor because it's basically just cardboard, and um teleports back to earth and then he's all douchebag mcdickerson's upset and then like the doctor gives him the watch thing and he teleports to the cyberman ship and then jessica's like well why well what's gonna stop him from teleporting back to earth and the doctor explains that it only had enough for one more trip and then by the time he does have it charged they'll be a thousand miles away from earth this would uh this, this actually wouldn't be too bad they just didn't every time somebody talked the camera just wasn't like two inches out of the face <laughs> yeah, man right yeah and she'd stop and, smiling all the time and he wasn't so damn uh, acne riddled yeah but hey but, what can you get he's a teenager well I understand that and I kind of like it more if the Cybermen weren't talking but I can understand why they're talking because you gotta have a Cyberman with dialogue to understand what's going yeah, but on it's, it's like this this whatever box this is this little control <laughs> TV the box TV, thing the TV yeah. they, they went to all the trouble to, to, to build the TARDIS and stuff up really nice and stuff and then they couldn't spend you know the extra $3.50 on a piece of plywood and, and some paint to make it look real Right. they built a lot of cardboard and silver spray paint it's still better than what I could do. And that lady's like, what the heck's good? There's like the an old in couple the in the background like, what in the heck are these kids what, doing? What are these idiot kids doing now? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's actually Gordon Ramsay. Nope, never mind. He's got a cane and an old man. <laughs> that door. Only, uh, it's like a small door. Only like, it looks like only a really skinny person could walk through. But it's just the angle. Yeah. <laughs> so wrapping it up for for this. For, the, for my story. Yeah. Yeah. What, what I continue watching it or what? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna continue watching it. Yeah. But just to see if they get better, and because I enjoy fan films. But like, I can understand if it's like a crappy fan film, I won't spend the time to watch it. Lose interest in it. Yeah. Depends on what the story. Because like, like, oh, that's cheesy, or whatever. Or if they like, usually it's DC or Marvel fan films I'll watch. But if the, and then like if they portray a character wrong or whatever, it's like ah, I gotta go this way. <laughs> 
it, like if they have just a big obese guy painted green playing the Hulk, it's like ah, I can't do that because <laughs> I wouldn't do that, and I'm I'm, I'm a little overweight. <laughs> That's the end of my story. That's the end of his story. And he's sticking to it. What do you got there, Ronnie B? Uh, what I... We went down a rabbit hole because you and I were texting about what we were going to talk this episode or whatever. And then, like, a smart-ass offhanded comment. We were like, well, we could talk about the controls of the TARDIS. And then I actually started looking it up. And, it was, and then I went down that rabbit hole because <laughs> some of the controls are always there. For all the way back from Hartnell mm-hmm. on, and of course they get updated and as newer technology and whatever happens. But then I went down the rabbit hole of how many control rooms there were, and as we know, like each time the doctor changes, the first control room changes, and it's kind of like with the chameleon box, chameleon circuit, or the chameleon circuit, like uh, it changes with the personality of the doctor and fits what he fits so like they don't actually redesign it it's just actually uh, that's what i was talking awesome. about with the cyberman <laughs> it's funny because he'll like walk up to the main bed i guess you could call him the main bed and he's like shorter than him visibly <laughs> and it's hilarious because like at one point he like looks over and you can see in through the suit and see his actual human neck <laughs> but it's, it, the costume is like what we would see it planet con or yeah. any other con yeah and i i it's nice i guess it's Dude, better it's almost, than what some people could it, do it's it's almost, it's it's like a it's hard to describe it's it's it looks like, like old had, school cyberman meets meets bondosian cyberman yeah. looks, combined to me it's like they have a cardboard helmet with well, some like exhaust tubes for the <laughs> handles or whatever you want to call them and then you got some spray painted uh, football gear or whatever with the cardboard over them for the torso. It looks like a tarp, silver tarp for the arm holes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then they got like, or like just a normal oh, costume well. from Walmart. <laughs> it happens. It, it's, it's, I, I give them props for. Yeah, I give them prop, what, a lot more props than what I could do for it. Yeah, I couldn't. I, and they I couldn't build the, up and look that half that good, probably. They got the stones to actually do it and do what they love. So, I give them props. And put it on the internet. Yeah. For everybody to see. Yeah. And a, and a time of 2013 where everything goes and nobody wants to be PC. So, they they probably got a, a lot of hate more than we did with this. Anyhow. She, she wants to confront the villain and she's smiling. Like, ear to ear, cheek to cheek smiling. And then the doctor's, like, visibly way shorter than that dude. Anywho, back, back yeah, to the control sorry. buttons. No, well, the control room, like I said, is like on the chameleon circuit. So that's why the control room itself doesn't change, but it visibly changes because it's connected like to his personality or the doctor's personality. So then like like you've heard Capalti say like on the Christmas episode with Hartnell, he wanted to make it more modernized or whatever mm-hmm. and not so dark. Well, he basically just thought it and it happened and changed i like but, i like capaldi's uh tardis style you know with a kind of like a library and you yeah. know all around the outer edge and yeah. everything that was it wasn't so minimalist it kind of kind of went back to almost the best of record because he had all that right fancy fancy schmidt shit in his and yeah yeah it was pretty cool but there's a total of four control rooms so you have the main control room which is the one that we always see all the time then you have the 
uh, a control room that's basically down by the engines and whatnot. So if they land on a planet where it's not safe to breathe or whatever and it gets contaminated, they can go down into like where the engine control room is. The and secondary control room? No, well, it's actually the fourth. Oh. Because the secondary control room is actually off of the main control room and it's like safe mode for computers basically so it's just a bare essential essential type things to run the TARDIS in case you know they regen and blow up the main one they could uh, go to the safe mode one basically and then yeah I I like that episode where they went down to the the tenant control room when they wound up in there yeah that was cool yeah because one was the doctor's wife wasn't I think one of the episodes, well, the time loop one, right, where Amy and Rory got older, didn't they go through, like, four or five control rooms then? Yeah. Yeah, that was the doctor's wife, because the, the, the planet took it over. Yeah. Uncle, yeah. Uncle took over the... Yeah. He suckered all in time wars and everything. But going. technically, they didn't... They just went through the main control room. Yeah. Basically, that kept changing back to how it was. Uh, but the safe mode control room is, heart, is like, Hartnell's. It, it's always Hartnell's. Uh, design mm-hmm. like with the big hexagon circles or whatever you know the big white, right. white things because that's when it was built for that time or whatever so it never changes and then the fourth one or the third one rather uh, it explained it but it really didn't make that much sense because it was just like the backup of a backup of a backup basically just a redundant system yeah as to where like the fourth one was actually like I said in the engine room and was like their panic room basically in case they couldn't get to the other ones or whatever <clears throat> or got pushed back into the TARDIS all the way back there mm-hmm. because of the air or yeah, the swimming pool yeah a swimming pool libraries yeah the library swimming, swimming pool, pool that Matt Smith took a dip in yeah River jumped in a tube one time mm-hmm. when she jumped out of the ship from the, from the angels yep fun facts but yeah actually, actually I think she did it twice once the, when the angels take Manhattan and she jumped off the building and he saved her in the TARDIS yeah Sideways, right? Yeah, it was it was sideways. The TARDIS was sideways, and she just jumped yeah. through the door and then went straight to the pool. Yeah. Which the pool would have been vertical so then. It wouldn't yeah. have mattered. Well, I mean, it does matter, but... Yeah. Yeah, if she was like that, then the pool should have been... Vertical. Vertical. I yeah, the thing right. that gravity has an effect in the TARDIS. Not like our gravity, where it like holds us down and everything, or straight or whatever... But, like, the TARDIS kind of, like, works wonky. Because in the... Well, it probably could. The Matt Smith comic I talked about, the gravity control was broken. Right. And everything was going everywhere. And Matt, and Matt Smith was, like, sideways in the TARDIS control room when it was standing straight up. He was doing a whole Fred Astaire dancing on the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Can't have too many control rooms in the TARDIS. No. Uh, well, it's more of a, like, a... Did you know type thing, yeah. really? Instead of, because nobody really thinks about that. Like, well, they, they never really explore. It. You know, they yeah, tell yeah. you about it. You, you know, every once in a while they'll show a secondary one, or you know, like that one where they went through it. And, right. And I think the one with the where uh, Clara was way down inside the TARDIS and got lost. And yeah. When the, when the junk guys got the TARDIS and they went through it, I don't think she went through any control rooms. She no. Was running from the the fused people. Right. Stuff. I wonder if every time the TARDIS changes, if the pool gets bigger. I don't know. That'd be something, wouldn't it? Maybe it just depends on what size pool they want. Yeah. But it's kind of cool, though, that that's like background writing. Mm-hmm. Somebody thought way, 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 way deep. Yeah. Um, you know what I also noticed? 
about the TARDIS, kind of, I guess you could say. What? Uh, in the Christmas special with Hartnell and Capaldi, uh, Hartnell goes into Capaldi's TARDIS and goes to grab the brandy, and it's close to being empty, uh-huh. and Hartnell chews him out about it or whatever. How come the brandy never regenerates with the TARDIS? Well, you just get more brandy. Yeah, well, yeah but... I mean, just saying. Because then later in the episode, he was like, oh, so this is why yeah, it's almost this, empty. This is where the brandy went. Yeah. So, yeah, I just explored I, the TARDIS I still a little bit. I never, I never got that reference. Was it because there was 12 different doctors? Or is it because uh, Hart- Capaldi likes his brandy? Because there's certain times, I'm assuming over the 1,300 years that he's been alive, that he pours a brandy for like, like then he did for the Brigadier, Brigadier's that- grandson or whatever. Or great grandson, right? It was probably or grandfather. Yeah, grandfather. yeah. Because I don't think anybody, nobody's even really talked about the brandy until yeah. then, you know, except for you know way back in the older days when. Right. Yeah. The only one I really think anyone was drinking it was McCoy. Yeah. Maybe Hartnell. I, hell, I don't know. I've been watching <laughs> many Hartnell ones. So, that's it for me. I just explored the TARDIS and kind of went nerdy on what buttons meant and what screens meant and that type of stuff. Because apparently they went through two different screens because back in baker's day i would say and up to like mccoy or whatever they had the C, uh they, they crd or crt monitors oh yeah the old, old style monitors and then like uh with matt and tenant they had the like little 13 inch flats yeah the lcds and stuff yeah which well, i mean that's just coming along with the time basically yeah well they might as well update it hell you know and on one from like the four inch flat ones mm-hmm. that Tenet had, there was the crack in time that cracked it, so then they up, were able to upgrade it that way instead of being like, oh, well, now there's just new technology and we can just put it in there. Yeah, they always, they always stuck in new with old, you know, because there'd always be like still a keyboard and a typewriter or something on the console. Yeah. And a few other never. A rotary phone. Yeah, or a damn egg beater or something that they'd spin. <laughs> yeah. You know, just, just something that, that was always kind of neat. Yeah. A little playground wheel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can pretend like you're driving. Yeah. It was always just some hodgepodge or something they throwed on a on the console to. And they shoot. and then in that one episode, like River choosing him out about the Leave, brakes. Leaving the yeah. brake on. That's why it makes a noise. Yeah. I like Which noise. What, that was. It was a throwaway line, really, because it really didn't matter. But it was actually pretty cool of giving the definition of why it makes that sound. Kind of like, oh, you've redecorated. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> So that's about it for my TARDIS that's topic, I guess. About, about all I did this week, I watched uh, Blink over again, and it was it was still good. Just pick up a few things you didn't see the first couple dozen times you watched it, and, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. It, it, it's always interesting. I like that one, and even the Doctor's Wife was, you know, you think about it now, you're like, man, you know, I really like that one. Or, you know, when we talk about our favorite episodes and stuff, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. And Yeah. yeah the Doctor's Wife one was kind of sad, too, at the end. That was another one of the almost tear-jerkers at the end. What? What was uh, what happened at the end? Well, when she had to go back inside the, the TARDIS, you know, she died, oh, basically. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because that was when the TARDIS got a conscious, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She when, when or she, she actually became a human. Yeah, yeah. yeah the the it, doctor's it second wife. Yeah. Fourth, technically. Okay, yeah, I'm be, sorry. Be fourth, technically. But uh, probably his first love would be the oh, TARDIS. Oh, yeah, it would yeah. be his first love. Yeah. River would be second. It's like Dean yeah. with baby. You always gotta have your first love. That's yeah. right. He didn't, he didn't like the mob guy driving. He took a bullet over that. That uh, that one was wrote by Neil Gaiman too, I think. The Doctor's Wife. Which, I think. Look that up, Austin. Which Neil Gaiman did 
Or he's got American Gods on right now, and then... Well, he, they're, they're having all kinds of trouble with that. And Losing then, producers and stuff or something, and, and I really hate to see that one go, because I really like it. <coughs> hey, Legion starts on April 3rd. Yeah. What the heck? Tells me the air date, the show, the season number, the episode number, the previous and next episode, but it doesn't tell me who wants to write it. Are you on IMDBD? Uh, no. I am Google. You are Google? I am Google. He's, I am Google. <laughs> Ask me anything. <laughs> Neil Gaiman and directed by Richard Clark. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that was a big deal to have at that time because Neil's a big, huge novelist, Mm -hmm. and like he wrote the Sandman series for. Ain't they doing a Sandman series? You gonna bring it to TV? Uh, I think so. I don't know about TV. I know they. Yeah. Are doing a movie or something? I think so. I think they're gonna. And then he restarted the Sandman universe. Yeah. So, after like. I think this year, this October is like the 30th year, I think, anniversary or whatever. Well, so. Look at that snazzy tie. And that's where he's going to go back into the Cyberman. Because, like, he had Jessica that's r- stupid r- girl. wrapped up in, like, a chokehold kind of looking thing. You know how villains do. Mm-hmm. And she was caught. You could tell she was fighting not to smile. and But you could still sell, tell she was smiling, just not open mouth. That's Sorry, we're wrapping back into the yeah. fan. This is why we don't have. Yeah, this is why we don't have stuff. That's why we don't leave the TV on in the background. Uh, <laughs> I get distracted even more than we usually do. It's. Uh, she's still smiling. Uh, yeah, she can't talk about smiling. She's like, I'm so happy oh to be God. here. Now she's not smiling. Look at her eyes. I know. <laughs> she's she's got not to smile. Don't she's, smile. Don't she's do got, it. She's got the Pennywise kind of look going on. Where he could like roll his eye or she's, whatever from she, the new she one. Has to look, she has to almost not look at him in the face yeah. to not smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I kind of wonder what their relationship in real life is. Yeah. Well, they have Are to they be. best friends? Are they more than friends? Are they siblings? Oh, that'd be weird. Game of Thrones style. Now she has no braces. So wow. she lose her braces? Well, I don't know. I don't know. No, she's still got her braces on. You just couldn't tell the angle. Uh. For once, she wasn't Joker grinning at her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She don't wear that stupid well, Jack Skellington outfit every episode. No, she? she wasn't wearing it in the second episode. She was wearing, was, like, was a cross-looking Still gothic? dress. Yeah, it was still gothic, but it looked better. <laughs> I don't know how else to know, describe man. it. It was, like, a gothic dress, and she's, then, like, the doctor's running back to the TARDIS, she, she and she's like, she, like, well, you missed my turn, and now she's not even... Where did the beanie come from? <laughs> she's like one of them eighth-grade girls that yeah. wants to be a goth, but, you but know... she doesn't want to fully commit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that if she's just... Knock down on a mascara a little bit. Yeah. Put regular people makeup on. Maybe be right. cute. Yeah. Oh, just step through the woods. <laughs> and the funny is this part the is, woods we went to for the second episode? Yeah, the funny part is that's how yeah. girls walk through the woods, too. Yeah. You know, they're tiptoeing through the woods like they're sneaking up on something. Yeah. That's awesome. And now he's trying to... Yeah, we should have done a watch-along on we this We should have done a watch-along. Well, there's plenty more of them. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not like... It's not like we're gonna run out. See, of that's stuff. something we never even thought about doing. Was watching right. watching the silly <laughs> fan fiction ones on YouTube and doing doing a talk along with them because yeah. British teeth. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the London look. <laughs> All right, so back on topic. Back it's on best topic. Best we can. Yeah. What was I talking about? Oh yeah. You watched episodes? Yeah, I just blinked, but when we started one with the with the Slovenian again. <laughs> yeah. Harry Jones. Yes, well, we know. <laughs> The farting creatures. Yeah, farting, the farting creatures. Yes. They were always, they, they were funny as hell anyways. <laughs> they cracked each other up. How could uh, they not oh, be yeah. funny? <laughs> actually, I think that was a two-parter. Yeah. I think it was too, Pretty actually. Sure. I think it was the first two-parter. It could have been. I mean, the first since it came back. Is yeah. Wasn't it. Harriet Jones became prime minister because she was the only one left. That's right. And they blowed up the rest Harriet of Harriet Jones, you're prime minister. Yes, we know. Yes, we know. <laughs> prime minister by default. 
It's funny, because, like, right in the episode, there's, like, the moral or whatever, and she's like, well, what did we learn, or whatever, and he, like, looks directly at the camera and goes, don't judge a book by its cover, and then walks in the TARDIS, and it's like, really? <laughs> I like Harriet Jones' character. Yeah. Up until up until she blowed up the spider people. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, no, it wasn't the spider people, it was, uh... We're just saying yeah to agree. No, I was just yeah. saying yeah. Yeah, because... <laughs> just, I like, am, but it's like me. Because if it wasn't... On. If he it was, it was ten minutes uh, after it generated. Yeah. Oh, the big sword fight. That people, yeah, where he yeah, got yeah. his hand The Christmas, the Christmas, yeah, it was a episode. Christmas episode. Yeah, she went all crazy and had Torchwood blow up the ship anyway. Yeah, there's leaving. Right. And the doctor freaked out. And we were going to have to bring up spider people anyways because we do that once episode because Austin's terrified by the spider. Oh, yeah, I have the spider arachnophobia. Queen. <laughs> Leave me alone. The spider queen. <laughs> yeah. That one was, uh, that was actually wasn't too bad. It didn't make it really good on that one too. Except why do, why, do, why do the spider people always got a lisp? They always got a fuss like this. Spider people when I smoke people. Yeah, well. The, 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 the reptile the creatures didn't yeah. even have that. Yeah, they, they didn't even talk with a lisp. That's but stupid. But Madame Vastra was in that one, too. <laughs> yeah. She was, she was just a... Uh, she was just Vastra, then. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't Madame. I think she was the actually the main bad guy in that one, if I remember right. Jenny wasn't there, was she? No. No, I think that, was, that was way after. Way after. Nothing beats a good lesbian uh, lizard story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the lesbian LL. lizard. Yeah. The lesbian lizard club. So the would LLC. there be a lot lesbian lizard It could clubs? be. Oh, she, if God. She a, if she was a prostitute lesbian lizard. Oh, my God. She'd be a lot lizard lesbian. The triple L. LLLC. Yes. <laughs> lot lizard l- lesbian club. LLLC. LGBT. Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! Something, something, something. Dark side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. You want to wrap this one up? Then? Yeah, we can I wrap suppose. this one up. Well, this one wasn't too bad. No. It flowed pretty good, and uh, we didn't. We sound like bumbling morons. We actually had something to talk about. And yeah. laugh at. My All right. Smile. <laughs> All right. We are wrapping it up. I am at Rombar three sixteen. I am at I'm Shadow Man three one six six, and I'm at Shaney Who. Send, and the, send comments and questions, please. And the or show hate mail. Just send that to me. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I've we'll had to deal with it. We, we'll take anything. And the show is at Timey Wimey Hour. And if you check our Twitter page, we have merch out merch? in the wild. In the wild. So we out in the wild. <laughs> they are starting to come out of the woodwork. So. You can go to nerdylegion.com forward slash TWH and uh, click on the Threadless link and order your shirt, water bottle, tote bag, coffee mug. Coffee, coffee mug. mug. I need you a coffee mug. Yep. Or you can actually, or also, I think there is fan fiction audible ones too that you can download and you can do that for free by yeah. going to nerdylegion.com clicking on the audible link and you get two free books sweet I'll check out audible but not for the fan fiction <laughs> that might be pretty good dude haven't you read any, any of the I've read fan fiction well I, but you know half of them are good probably if you, if you stuck with the the bigger writers that do the you know yeah, in between yeah. books kind of like on That's Star Wars and the Doctor Who stuff you know, yeah. they're probably pretty decent yeah. yeah I used to read a lot of the Star Wars uh, you know like in between books yeah uh, Tenet and Catherine Tate narrate one yeah so that's kind of cool to actually put you in the do they, situation do, do they have like the, the the radio 
No, they're not they're, like radio. They don't do the radio broadcast stuff either. They're not like I don't remember what they're called, but yeah, these are just more like narrations and stories. Those where David's the overall narrator, but then Catherine will come in and read her lines every once in a while or whatever. That's but cool. I, but they do have some old radio broadcast type stuff. Yeah, because I wouldn't for sure. But anyways, that's cool. All right. We are... Out. Okay, you used to be me. You've done all this before. What happens next? I don't remember. How can you forget this? Hey, hang on. It's not my fault. You're obviously not paying enough attention. Reverse the polarity. Why are you pointing your screwdrivers like that? They're scientific instruments, not water pistols. I demand to be incarcerated in the tower immediately with my co-conspirators, Sanchez and Grandad. Grandad? They're not Sanchez. That wasn't terrible. That was pathetic. Boom. Nerdy Legion. Nerdylegion.com.